Hello and welcome to 251 Christmas Special 2021. My name's Simon Whiteside. And my name's Nick Tomlin. Uh, and today we're going to be looking at some Christmas jazz albums. Some uh, classics from the past and some actually that have been released uh, this year. Um, so the first album we're going to look at is uh, Ella Wishes You a Swinging Christmas. And Simon, I think you want to say a little bit more about this album. Yeah, well, the way we approached it this year is slightly differently from last year, where we took five Christmas songs and looked into them in quite a lot of detail, including the background, the words and the music, but also some sort of classic versions of them. And uh, I recommend listening to that if you haven't already listened to it. It's on our uh, feed, podcast feed. And we're going to talk today about some albums that we've sort of chosen, if you like, uh, that we like. And this is one I particularly like, Ella Wishes You a Swinging Christmas. And it was recorded or released in 1960, and uh, probably was actually recorded in the summer of 1960 and released near Christmas. Arranged by a guy called Frank Duvall. Have, had you, have you heard of him? Not until I started <laughs> looking at this album, to be honest. No, no exactly. No. Same for me. And uh, I, th I looked into him a bit and realised that he'd done the Nature Boy Nat King Cole string arrangement, mm. which uh, is a, a real classic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he, he is an interesting guy because he was also, like, like many musicians like Jack Sheldon, for example, from the West Coast, they ended up um, being in movies. Mm. And he did a few movies as well as, as a sort of walk-on actor. But the, I think these arrangements are very solid, and I really like a lot of them, actually. So I think maybe what I should do is just uh, go through the, the track listing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about the original vinyl release, of course... You get more tracks now these days on extended playlist editions and CDs and things. So the original side A was Jingle Bells, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, What Are You Doing New Year's Eve, Sleigh Ride and The Christmas Song. And side B was Good Morning Blues, Let It Snow, Winter Wonderland, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman and White Christmas. And what you'll notice about those are they're all, they, there are no religious ones there, there are no carol versions of carols there. And uh, I did notice um, an article on this called The Best Atheist Christmas Album, which I think is uh, interesting. Um, so, uh, I'll, I'll, shall we talk about the tracks in a little bit more detail? Yeah, yeah. Um, are there any that you particularly liked? Well, I think it's interesting, really, because this is one of those albums that you kind of think you know. I mean, I've heard a lot of these tracks. They, you know, they kind of, every Christmas, you, you sort of hear the, these tracks played. But um, it was very interesting, actually, listening to the whole album through. And, um, I mean, I agree with what you say. I think the arrangements are really good and, and quite tasteful as well for a, for a sort of Christmas album. Um, uh, I mean, I liked the fact that, so, for example, with Jingle Bell, she she actually sings a couple of, of verses, you know, which is kind of a quite unusual, I think, for mm, yeah. Jingle Bells. Um, and things like she sings the verses as well on Santa Claus is coming to town and, and what are you doing New Year's Eve, which again, don't tend to get sung very often. Um, and, and just little details in the arrangements. I quite like the way that um, they use the, because there's, there's this kind of um, vocal group, isn't there, which you get on a lot of these um, yeah, sort yeah. of recordings. But they, it's used very cleverly. And I think in Jingle Bells, 
so you know there's i think in the second ver- second chorus the the vocal group sort of sing the tune and ella does these kind of answering phrases and it's it's very very well thought out and quite clever i think the arrangement yeah i mean i, th- I i've got my notes here is that it's a, a Cy oliver trick um oh, okay if you listen to uh blue skies Cy oliver's arrangement of blue skies and also his arrangement of uh, east of the sun that frank sinatra sung mm-hmm. with the dorsey mm-hmm. band he often gets the the band like the dorsey band to sing if you like a commentary Okay. Uh, so I think that might that might be where that comes uh, from because uh-huh. Ella Fitzgerald obviously was started her career with um, uh, Chick Webb, and Cy Oliver was arranging around oh, okay. that time. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I agree that I, I really like that. Um, I think probably have yourself a merry little Christmas is is a is one of my favourites on the album because yeah. it's got that really nice sort of bluesy that sort of yeah 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 it's, it's a great arrangement a really nice riff and I think the sign of a good arranger is when they add something to the song without taking away from it if that makes sense yeah yeah so if you think of all the great Sinatra arrangements you 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 know that extra bit is as important as the song but it's not more important than the song. Uh, and overpowering it. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, I, I really like What Are You Doing New Year's Eve, um, bec- partly because obviously it's by Frank Lesser, who's a, a, one of my favourite songwriters. Mm. But I, I, I think she does that one very well. It's sometimes done a bit saccharine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think in general, this album, I was, I was surprised at how, I, you know, I mean, it's it's very tasteful. The arrangements are, uh, like I said, um, they're, they're not kind of overly sweet or, or, or sort of sentimental, are they? They're, they're, no. they're, they're really, really beautiful, sort of tasteful arrangements, which really kind of, like you say, which really enhance the songs, I think. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, that use of the choir is sparing as well, yes, and not on everything. Yeah. No. I mean, in fact, if anything, the only only cheesy one is the is the Frosty the Snowman one, and that's not that cheesy. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and actually, strangely, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I think, is very classy, despite the, the raw material, if you like. It actually improves on the song quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of unfortunate. I don't know if you... I couldn't really... I tried to find... To try and find out any information about the musicians on this, and, and all I could find was that, you know, it's the Frank Duvall Studio Orchestra. and, yeah. and um, I think, just, yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a pick-up band in New York, wasn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, some of the playing... Uh, I mean, particularly the vibes player on this album is... is I don't know who it was. Uh, I mean, probably maybe we can speculate who, who it might have been, but um, some great playing and some great saxophone solos. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a top studio band, whoever, whoever they were. Yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. I mean, that, that, yeah. that's the interesting thing, and... The, Generally speaking, you find that more, I find, on the West Coast with all the readers from the from the mm. the uh, cinema, you know, recording side of things, the Hollywood sort of side. But in New York, I guess they were more like the radio band people, uh, all of whom were brilliant, mm. but none of whom were John Coltrane, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, sure, yes, yeah. So no no one was pushing... These are people who aren't pushing jazz forward, but no. play really... Competent, sort of. Really, yeah. really well. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And what we would today, you know... Um, if we heard a player like that, we'd, we'd, we'd think they were very, very good. So, uh, 
Yeah, is there any, anything else you... I mean, the vibes on White Christmas are particularly good, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, the, I think the, the vibes take a couple of solos, mm. uh, and um, it's, it's really great playing, you know, like, say, whoever it is. And, um, um, well, it could be someone like Teddy Charles, or it could be uh, Eddie Costa, another person who was mm. in New York at that time. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's Milt Jackson. No, no, I, no, uh, no. It's not quite idiosyncratic. I mean, you can tell normally when it's Milt Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, probably Eddie Costa or or Teddy Charles or someone like that. I mean, possibly. I don't know where Victor Feldman was at that point um, in 1960. When mm. did he go to America? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I think he was in America by then, mm. wasn't he? Yeah. I would think. Yeah. So it's possible again. Yeah. But yes, again, in, interesting to speculate. But we, I couldn't find anything out about the uh, the personnel either. No. I, I I quite like that Good Morning Blues, although it's not really kind of not really. Um, I suppose it's a Christmas song in terms of the what they're singing about. Yeah, but sure. It's just a it's a kind of twelve eight blues, yeah. isn't it? Really, it's quite um, nice and groovy. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I do like the. Um, I think probably the swingiest, the one that swings the hardest, is Sleigh Ride. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good yes, arrangement. That's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And there aren't really actually. She doesn't even do the Christmas song as a, as a ballad, really, does she? It's more like a slow swinger than. It's not quite. Slow enough for a ballad, if that no, makes sense. No, no. I think yeah. probably White Christmas is the nearest to a to a ballad. Yeah, because I mean, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, she does as a kind of swinger, doesn't she? Which is which is very often done as a ballad as well. Yeah, I mean, originally it was a ballad, obviously. I, I'm yeah. guessing that the wishes you a swinging Christmas uh, <laughs> is is a clue yeah, in the yes, title there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then it's it's a diff, it, it's that's the concept. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're all really nice tracks well I think uh, we should probably move on now to your choice of a, a classic album after this little interlude so the album I chose to look at um, is a 1969 album by Duke Pearson called Merry Old Soul um, and uh, it's got quite a good cover a lot, a lot of these Christmas albums had, had quite um, uh, you know quite imaginative <laughs> covers uh, and, and this one is um, Duke is kind of dressed as Santa Claus um, with, with a big sack with presents in, in his sack as well as a grand piano and um, uh, it's quite a good quite a good cover really and it um, yeah the, the band is Duke Pearson obviously on piano Bob Cranshaw on bass Mickey Roker on drums and on a few of the tracks there's also uh, the Latin American percussionist Erto as well uh, appears. It was recorded for Blue Note, um, probably towards the end of, of Blue Note, kind of um, uh, this this sort of phase of Blue Note. It was, uh, uh, but it was recorded at Van, Van Gelder Studios um, in Engel, Englewood Cliffs. Um, and I should say a little bit probably about Duke Pearson because he's not that well known, um, although he had a, a really kind of active career. Um, uh, he was born in 1932 in Atlanta, Georgia, and moved to New York in 1959 and um, played with different bands. Probably his, his best-known gig, really, was um, with the Donald Byrd and Pepper Adams uh, Quartet, although he, uh, I mean, he, he recorded loads of albums. He recorded a big band album under his own name. Um, he recorded lots of other uh, albums as, as a sideman as well. Um, yeah, he's a good arranger, I think. Yeah, very good arranger, excellent. Yeah, he's, he also just did arranging, didn't he, as well? Mm. You know, um, 
but this was his kind of Christmas album or holiday album. Um, and I think it's quite an interesting album, really. Um, I think it's quite unusual, um, I think, in that he, he, he sort of, he doesn't just do the usual sort of um, standard versions of, of these songs. And um, I mean, an example is probably the first track, Sleigh Ride, which he he does as a kind of a modal vamp, doesn't he? It's, it's yeah, kind yeah. of interesting. Um, I mean, this is normally done as a kind of, because it's it's almost like a rhythm changes sort of tune. So it tends to be done quite quick and, um, you know, uh, sort of in, in quite a sort of standard way. But he he does it with this this long modal vamp. And then he uses the Celeste. Um, he plays the Celeste on, on some of this album, uh, and which obviously for the kind of Christmas, Christmas mm. effect. Um, I mean, it reminded the the playing reminded me a little bit of Ahmed Jamal. I mean, it's very much from that kind of school of, you know, leaving lots of space, um, quite yeah. tasteful sort of little, you know, phrases. And I, I don't know what what did you think, Simon, of the of the playing on this? I mean, I think it's a really good uh, album. I think, in fact, I might have introduced it to you last year. Yeah, you did actually. Uh, yes, yes, because I hadn't heard of it before you mentioned it last year. Yeah, I think it's got some real meat in it. You know, mm. I, I, one of the things we always try to do is not to is is to pick quality, if that makes sense, and and under under appreciated perhaps quality. So I think this comes into it actually. It's not a cheesy album, really. Um, I mean, anything with Celeston always has a chance of being. Um, there's some bits of Chet Baker with Celeste that always make me slightly... Queasy. Yes. Slightly, <laughs> slightly lactose intolerant of the cheese. But um, I think he gets away with it because I think he's a very good arranger. Mm. And I think, yeah, I, I particularly... that You're right, that first track is a real highlight, I think. Mm. I mean, mm. it starts very well, and but continues in that vein... Um, to be very good, and the solos are good. Mm. It's not; uh, it is some proper playing. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, um, yeah. It's not, and, and like you say, it, it almost. I wondered when with that tr- with that first track, with do they go and after the first chorus, do they go into a rhythm changes? But they kind of don't do that. No, they stick it just with stays it. with that kind of um, the modal kind of vamp thing. Although they kind of they go into the bridge occasionally, but most of the time they're just in this. Yeah, kind of. It's this, like they're ignoring the bridge. And when they go into the bridge, it's more like, again, two different modes, isn't it? Yeah. It's more yeah. like a sort of, almost like a pedal dominant yeah. in the two keys that, were, that it goes to. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really like it. And um, there are a lot of, I think there are a lot of good tunes on there that come across really well. Um, I mean, I like the Jingle Bells version they do. Yeah, they sort of go full Latin, don't they, for Jingle Bells and Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, Erto sort of. Exactly, yeah, that's very much the... But then they've got a wassail song, haven't they? Yeah, that's that's quite interesting, actually. Um, I did a bit of looking into what that mm. was, and it was it, it was a Twelfth Night tradition. Oh, OK. Uh, the wassailing cup would be taken... Um, it's like almost like a punch bowl, mm. and it would be a Twelfth Night celebration, mm. and... People would go around the town, a bit like carol singing, um, and uh, this very kind of bucolic, almost pagan. Mm. I'm not sure how religious it is, if you see what I mean. Mm. So that's a traditional. I presume that's just a traditional tune, is it? Like a, an old traditional English tune? I, I don't know actually mm. if that one is 
is a traditional English tune. It sounds kind of like, it sounds sort of... Yeah. Sounds Uh, like that. But, yes, I mean, it's very folky, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Uh, I don't know if... uh, What I'm saying is I don't recognise that as a... I'm not an expert on wassailing songs from history. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All I know is that they often talk about, like, you know, praising farm animals. And it's it's a way of... it's, It's like a hope for a good harvest. Right, type. okay. Um, end of, you know, end of the Christmas season. Yeah. We're in winter, but we're looking forward to the, you know, let's make, hope the, because they would often drink cider or perry. Right. And it would be like orchards. They okay. It would happen in orchards, you know. Okay. <laughs> and around towns, uh, around the villages of orchards and that had orchards. So they were hoping for a good harvest of apples see, and I things see. like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that's a slight aside. <laughs> Very interesting, <laughs> nonetheless. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do, I really like it all, actually. Um, he do, I, I quite like, he also just does some solo piano, doesn't he? So he plays um, a really simple version of... Um, Oh, little town of Bethlehem, just very, very simply, and it's it's quite you know very tastefully played, and and then go tell it on the mountain. He plays more as a kind of he really kind of brings out the gospel influence of that of that tune, which obviously is a, yeah. a spiritual, uh, traditional sort of spiritual. Um, but yeah, I, I I I really like this. I think it's a um, in a way it's it's a bit of an antidote to some of the kind of over overly sort of sentimental sort of sickly kind of yeah. christmas stuff because it i mean that's what we've been looking for isn't it yeah and yeah I, and i think yeah. i think we found them yeah yeah well i think we should move on to some uh, more modern things unless you've got anything specifically more that you'd like no, to say i think that's that pretty much covers it really so, so we will move on to our first release of 2021 after this link so we're going to talk about the piano man at christmas complete edition which is Jamie Cullum's uh, second part of what he released last year. Uh, what he did last year was to um, take on the big songwriters and try to write new classics, if you like, uh, which I think he did very well. And it was a very classy, well-recorded, well-arranged album, recorded at Air Studios and Abbey Road and with top session musicians and his own band, um, which includes arranger Tom Richards, but also some arrangements were done by Callum Earl and uh, Evan Jolly, who are connected with Metropole Orchestra and um, sometimes Heritage and things like that that Jules Buckley's involved in. In fact, I think Jules might have conducted the the string session up at air. So that that's uh, the first half, but what we're, I'm going to talk about now is the, the second half, if you like, which was released this year, it's completely the opposite, and I think that's very cunning. This is a almost home-recorded sounding album, if that makes sense. So the lushness and pristineness of the uh, desks, rooms, engineers at Abbey Road are contrasted with the kind of all-in-the-same-room, playing-together vibe of Kansas Smitty's um, band and that club, which... I. I think, unfortunately, may have gone under under the pressures of COVID. Mm. Uh, but the band is thriving, and it's a, it's a seven-piece band. Giacomo Smith is sort of the uh, front man in a way, but for me, Joe Webb is, is kind of very important as the pianist of that band. Um, he's, got, he's got a lot going for him, a um, very talented player. And they do quite a few songs with Jamie, there's also 
the um, Lady Blackbird is involved, who's a, an LA. Well, she's a bit more difficult to classify, to be honest. Mm. Um, jazz, jazz is in her background, if you like, but there's a bit more um, soul as well involved. Uh, so let me just quickly talk about the tunes which, which are involving Kansas Smitty. That's Winter Wonderland, uh, The Man with the Bag, uh, Sleigh Bells, um, uh, This Winter, is, um, that's one of the ones with Lady Blackbird, Silent Night, which is a string arrangement, and Jingle Bells is a, is a, is a Kansas Smitty one, Frosty the Snowman, um, have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is a soloer. I don't know if that's Jamie playing piano or mm, sometimes Ross sure. Stanley does yes. stuff with him. Um, so uh, let's assume it's Jamie, but it could be another pianist as well. Um, or it could be Joe Webb playing, because he's got a lot of different styles. He's got a band called Webb City, which is, a, you know, that's a bebop tune, mm -hmm. isn't it? So, but uh, how tune, Webb City? Yeah, mm. I think you're right. Um, and then they do God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. And they're all different, but they're all the same band, if you like. So there's, um, you know, what you would, ex in a way, what we'd expect from this band, which is a, a, I mean, people who don't know, Kansas Smitty's is a kind of dual thing. It was a, it was a venue in Borough Market, not Borough Market, do I mean Borough Market? Broadway Market, wasn't mm -hmm. it? In, in London Fields. But uh, it was also, that was, that basically was a, a venue set up by musicians, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And they had, a, they had a really good run. I think about five years they were going. Mm. But I do think, unfortunately, I think they didn't have enough capital to get through the, uh, the pandemic. Mm. That's a real shame, isn't it? So I don't know if it, mm. I've got... Hopefully I'm right on that. I've, that's what I've heard as mm. rumours. I tried to find out for sure. Uh, there were no sort of plaintive... Um, obituaries in the Guardian or anything mm. of the venue who have, have been supportive. So I might be wrong. Maybe it is only mm. um, sleeping, hope they, uh, hibernating. Can, can, yeah, but anyway, uh, if anyone um, does know, then they can let us know. Uh, but the band themselves are thriving. They do quite a lot at Ronnie Scott's now. They were also in the film The Colour Room, um, which is a Sky original film about Clarice Cliff, uh, the, the female breakthrough Potter in um, Staffordshire. Anyway, um, and of course now they're doing this, they did this thing with Jamie Cullum, which is again another big, uh, you know, mass market, if you like, mm. um, exposure. I mean, different approaches for lots of things. So um, the uh, Man with the Bag is quite a groovy tune. And then uh, the Slay, Slay Ride, Slay Bells Ring, is sort of a jump jive tune. Uh, Jingle Bells is a sort of 60s Hammond organy type feel. Frosty the Snowman is a New Orleans sort of, you know, that sort of mm -hmm. almost slightly rumbery, slightly New Orleansy feel. And God Rest You Merry Gentlemen is, is in that sort of rumba tango Latin vibe. Um, the Frosty the Snowman is the kind of the oldest sounding, if that makes sense, most, mm. the most mm -hmm. traditional mm -hmm. sounding. Uh, I think they might use clarinet on that rather than sax. 
But then there are kind of real honking sax solo on the um, on the jump jive version of, of Sleigh Ride. So it's an in an interesting mix of old and new. But it does sound very it does sound very live and you know lively and live and like party time. <laughs> Uh, and I think Jamie Cullum did say that. It was like the after-show party from the other <laughs> album where you, all the musicians just got together and had a blow, you know. Mm. Uh, but, you know, what a great bunch of musicians. I think they have made a video as well. Yeah, of, I saw, uh, I think Sleigh Ride. I, I saw a video yeah. to Sleigh Ride, which was just him and the band, basically, just yeah. kind of, uh, uh, yeah. Doing stuff. Doing stuff in front of a big Christmas tree. Yes. Which, which is what you'd expect. It would be very strange <laughs> if they were on the beach in Hawaii. <laughs> Although that may come up later. Um, yeah, so any, any thoughts that you want to add to my no, ramblings? Uh, no, I think you, you covered it really well. And, and I think it really comes across the fact that they're a band. You know, I think it really comes across that they're not just a kind of a group of studio musicians. You know, sort of, they, they sound like a band and um, that the, it's a great energy on those tracks. You know? And um, I think, like you say, they really... You know, they they sound really kind of li lively and um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's really good fun. I mean, in a sense, they're like a band from the old days, aren't yeah, they? Like yeah. Ellington's band was, you know, originally they didn't write down their arrangements; they just yeah. learnt them, like yeah. a almost like a uh, you know a band getting together and having rehearsals, yeah, yeah, and then playing those gigs. But eventually, the, the pad got so big that they had to start writing it down, or else they couldn't remember it. And they couldn't get depths in and things like that, you know. Uh, but yeah, it does really sound like a, a band that knows what the other people are going to play yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and how they react. Uh, and and it's you know the guitarist and um, and Joe Webb the pianist they work well together, which is sometimes difficult when you've got piano and guitar in the same band. Mm. It sounds like there are two horns. Uh, it's a seven-piece band, I think, in total. Um, so, so two or three extra horns. Mm. Um, I don't don't think I remember any brass in there. Though. I think it's all uh, clarinet and reeds, okay. saxophones. Yes, I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. but I, I might be wrong. Mm. Um, yeah, highly recommended. And then you're going to talk about last year's version, aren't you? Yeah. So as 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 you said last year, he released this um, album uh, with uh, ten original Christmas songs um, and uh, as you said Simon it, um, uh, it was recorded with a big uh, a big ba band well uh, sort of studio band with with including strings um, and I mean I have to say the the arrangements are, are really good and the playing is is excellent I mean it's a it's a great band it's got people like Paul Booth Howard McGill Rory Simmons Trevor Myers it's kind of cream of the the uh, the UK um, jazz studio world i guess you would say mm. um and i mean i have to say this album i was a little bit unsure at first i mean i, heard, I listened to it through once and sort of thought mm, it's you know it's it's quite good but it is kind of a grower i think this album and i listened to it a couple more times um this year and and actually you know i my, my opinion has changed a little bit and and um i think there's some really good really good songs on this you know and i think it really works for what he's trying to do i think it works really well um I think some songs work better than others. I mean, the ones I, I like, I mean, This Is Christmas, the, the sort of the first one, I think mm. works really well. 
Um, I really I like the piano man at Christmas as well. Maybe I, I think I've, I feel a slight um, empathy with him. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's kind of about the um, the vagaries of being a musician, isn't it? At, mm. at Christmas, um, and <laughs> but it works quite well. Um, yes, and hang the lights is is another. That's you know that's. I think that was the kind of single. That wasn't was the sort of single, mm. yeah. Um, but it's you know he he's his singing is great throughout. You know he's got great energy. Um, like I said, the band sounds incredible. Um, the the arrangements are really top top notch kind of arrangements. So, um, and it does actually you know I, I find that it does repay repeated listening. You know I found I could listen to it a couple of times and um, uh, you know yeah it was it was. Um, it sort of grew on me, really. I think the test of time will be like uh, what you're kind of hinting at here is that a does it last? Mm. As, is it something that gets played at Christmas time? Does it get used in films that are Christmas films? Yeah, yeah, those sorts of things. Yeah, but, and I suppose we, we, you know, we won't really know until. I mean, it, I, I don't know if any of these will go on to become sort of Christmas standards. You know, we don't really know yet. I guess. Um, no, and the, the point I was that was the next point I yeah, was going to make. Whether yeah. other people start. Yes, recording his yes. songs. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, some a, a song that turns up quite a lot of times on these Christmas albums is the Christmas Time Is Here. Is that what it's called? Yes. Is that, that, and that was a Vince Graldi. Vince Graldi, yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One from the Charlie Brown. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have recorded that Yeah. since. And it, it, it's much later than... You know, it, 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 yeah. it's a much more recent yeah. Christmas song, if you or, like. or even, I mean, even All I Want for Christmas is You, you know, the Mariah mm. Carey song, which has become a kind of Christmas standard. In fact, I think Jamie Cullum does a version of it, doesn't he? On, I don't know if it's on one of the extra bonus tracks or something, but um, he, he, does a ver- he does a version of that, of that song in a kind of more of a jazz uh, style, you know. So that has kind of become a Christmas standard, hasn't it, really? A later one. Oh, I yeah, guess. absolutely. I mean, there are, there, are, there are songs that aren't... I mean, when I say standard, I mean jazz-wise. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking not, yeah. not necessarily... I mean, obviously, there's the whole host of Christmas songs which come out every year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some of those, you know you're glad to hear again and some you're less so uh well in certainly talking for myself yeah but um yeah i suppose i'm i'm saying whether uh you know a new uh generation of musicians pick up some of those songs mm. and sing them again and record them again as cover versions that will be the test of time mm. i think yeah. he did a very good job i mean i think he's a good writer i think the songs are good and um i think he, you know, it stands a chance of doing that. Mm. We just can't. No, you, no, you can't we can't predict. know. Yeah, but yes, I, I agree with you. I mean, Callum and Tom Richards and uh, and Evan are all, you know, really experienced, very good jazz arrangers. Mm. You know, Guildhall graduates mm. and Royal College and Royal Academy type graduates. So they really know their stuff, and they pulled out all the stops. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it sounds brilliant. Well, um, we are going to talk about some some general things, aren't we, a bit next. But um, we're going to start with talking about Nora Jones's Christmas album from this year and then move to a more general discussion of what's come out recently. So Nora Jones has released a Christmas album this year and um, it's you know, what you would expect, in a way, from Nora Jones. She's a mature singer now who's got her style. And she's, I suppose, I think she's probably, for me, someone like a Joni Mitchell or a um, 
Billie Holiday. She's got the kind of... She has a voice that is recognisable. Mm. Would you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so her uh, on this album, I'm not going to talk about everything by, by a long way, but... Um, she does a. She starts with a, a tune, "Christmas Calling," and that's that's very typical Nora Jones. But I'm going to talk about the ones that sort of apply to what we did last year with some of the tunes we talked about. So she does "White Christmas," and that's a very sort of spare trio version um, with her singing. And there's uh, "Winter Wonderland" from our our famous tunes of Christmas that we did last year. And it's got a kind of... This one, I said this would turn up. This is almost like a Hawaiian version of... It's got sort of a xylophone or marimba or something mm. instead of piano. And um, and then there's some slide guitar mm. or, or mm. pedal, pedal steel, steel guitar, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's an interesting approach to Winter Wonderland. Um, can't think of a less wintry place, really, than Hawaii. And... <laughs> uh, uh, what are you doing New Year's Eve is a nice version. She does the verse on that, mm. as we spoke about mm. uh, before with the Ella album. And then there's sort of an upright piano sort of vibe on um, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Mm. And I, I, overall, I think it's really a really nice album. I think it's one that I'm not sure whether it's going to be a classic or anything, but there's nothing nothing to complain about in my in my opinion if that makes sense mm. do you have any thoughts to add yeah no i i, I enjoyed it um uh, i mean she she's also written some originals hasn't she there's, yeah there's, there's some quite originals a few, on there's there. five yeah. or six um and i mean to be honest I, di I didn't i only listened to this album once really um i didn't feel they were quite as strong as the jamie cullum christmas tunes but again it's um you know i, I think it's always very tricky as well when you're and quite brave in a way to put you know, your original Christmas songs, the same album with things like White Christmas and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, you know, which is, uh, yeah. which are these kind of... Iconic. Yeah, iconic Christmas songs. Um, but they, mm. were, they were fine. And, and I think, like you say, she's got, she's she's really kind of carved this niche for herself. It's kind of, I mean, I, I think almost like jazz with a bit of country, you know, especially with the pedal steel, it's got that kind of slight country kind of sound. Um, yeah, she always has that element, doesn't yes, she? Yes, yeah, yeah. Sort of, was, I wouldn't call it country because I don't like country music. <laughs> 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 I would more call it uh, American folk. Okay, yeah, in, in, well, yeah. Because I think country is quite specific. If yeah, you like. yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess the Hawaiian guitar vibe is the most that that. You well, know, it's the kind of pedal steel. Pedal steel and, and, and immediately sort of says country to me. But, yeah, um, yeah. No, I know what you mean, but uh, I, I think that's why why I reference Joni Mitchell. There's that. Yeah, folk. Sure. There's no. Yes, you could say. I mean, folk, you wouldn't call yes. Joni Mitchell country no, and western no, or country. No. No. Uh, but then Emmy Lou Harris is also, she's got a classiness about her. Yeah, yeah. Um, which many country songs are less uh, classy, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think it, I think it's an interesting one. I think I think more. I think you're right. More, it's more about performance mm. in this, mm. in her case, and it's possibly she's more a Nat King Cole than a Jamie Cullum in that respect. Mm, she's mm. Not, so she's not right. Although she is writing her own stuff, I think actually the most successful tunes on her are, are the standards. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Not that they're bad songs, no, but no. they're not particularly... I think Jamie Cullum's, like you say, has is, is, is done a really good job. 
And I think it was sensible in his case to do all the originals together and not put them with. Yeah, yeah. And then do a different kind of feel for yes, all those covers. I, I think so, yes. Covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, there's a, a, a special edition of that on vinyl where you, you can get one, the first record's gold and the second record's red or the other way around on a special, special edition vinyl, which is quite a nice sort of Christmassy vibe. Um, and so let's talk about what, what else is around at the moment. Um, something that caught my ear, some, a pianist who I've sort of come across on, on Facebook during lockdown, actually, is, is a guy called Paul Edis. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping I'm saying your name right, Paul. Um, it could be Edis, I don't know. Uh, but he's done an album of Christmas stuff with various sort of combinations of people, but sort of based around the, the Hampstead Jazz Club people. So Joe Harrop, I don't know if you know mm -hmm. Joe's singing, yeah. um, classy female singer. Yeah. And quite, there's quite a few with her on. And then there, there are other people who are around that scene um, in sort of larger ensembles. And, uh, but Paul is a very good pianist, very um, heartfelt pianist. And although he's got chops, he's not someone who um, flashes them, I suppose you'd say. Mm. I mean... You know, he can play fast if he mm, wants to, mm. and that's evident sometimes. But I think he's a very musical pianist, mm. if that makes sense, in the sort of Bill Evans y yeah. way. I mean, uh, I haven't heard this at all. I'll be interested actually now you've now you've mentioned this to actually check this out because I, I, I know I know of him, but I've I've I don't think I've ever actually heard him play, so it'd be interesting to Yeah, I think him. you'll like his playing. Mm. It is it's he keeps it simple in a way, but you can hear that there's a lot of power in mm. the mm. He's got, he's, you know, he's, he's got the Ferrari, but he's driving it at 20 miles an hour. <laughs> if, um, having power in reserve is often quite useful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But very, very lyrical, nice piano playing, really, um, uh, in general. And, and a good, you know, some new tunes again, but a lot of, lot of classic tunes on that. And it's not a particularly, you know, it's not an Abbey Road type production thing. Mm. I think it's probably done fairly locally mm. in smaller studios mm. like maybe Fish Factory, those sorts of places. Mm. But yeah, really liked that. Um, and talking of, uh, talking of that, that Hampstead Jazz Club thing is another musician-led mm. venue in London which, um, like Kansas Smitty's, has really flourished despite all the difficulties that mm. have been around. And um, yeah, they're doing well. And they, they, they did a Cadogan Hall gig not so long ago um, again, which is sort of the similar vibe to the to the Kansas Smitty band, sort of being more than the venue, if that makes sense. Mm, mm. Um, not that there is a not that there is a Hampstead Jazz Club house band, because there are various pianists who um, play there. Mm. But there's a few who sort of anchor it. Anyway, um, talking of London pianists, I mean. We, last year we spoke briefly about Gabriel Latchin's trio album, um, which is, I think, very, very good. Um, I'm not the only person, so, you know, with people like Herbie Hancock saying how good it is, I think, uh, listen to him, not me. Um, but, yeah, it's continued to be... I've listened to it more than once, mm. and that's uh, always a good sign on a new album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I listened to it again this year, and it, it is, it's, it's great. I mean, it's just really well done, um, Great playing, like the co the concept's quite nice. Where he's he's um, sort of he's not it's not I mean it's not past it's not a parody of other 
players, but he kind of draws on other players, doesn't he? Uh, you know, to sort of he sort of hints at. Um, I, I think styles. he. Yeah, I think he took as a starting point. I'm going to do this tune in the style of in, Barry yes, Harris. Exactly. And this yes. Yeah. Tune in the style of yes, Herbie Hancock. Yeah. But but he always remains himself. Yeah, it's more the arrangement. I think that. The, yeah. But then his actual playing is he's got a, a sort of style, you know. Um, but no, it's it's a really cl- it's a really classy album. I think. Well, I mean, he's another one like um, he's another London pianist like say Rob Barron, isn't mm. he? Who, who who's got such a lot of class. Really, yeah. And yeah. Good. Good back background. Yeah. Chops, yeah. and of course, I mean, the, I don't know about Gabriel, but I know that Rob does classically type things as well. So, I recently spotted that he was practicing the Celeste to play in a film, at films at Christmas mm. thing, mm. For, like, to do the Harry Potter mm. Celeste part, which you have to be pretty good at <laughs> to play that. It's uh, pretty fiendishly quick. Um, yeah. So, have you got any other? Um, things to throw into the pot. Yeah, I mean, I listen to, uh, to I listen to quite a few <laughs> uh, Christmas jazz albums for this. Mm. Um, I mean, a few that are kind of worth mentioning. Um, one, one I quite enjoyed um, was Alan Barnes's Jazz Christmas Carol, which was released a few years ago, uh, 2015. Um, it's got a great cover. This album. It's it's basically Alan in the full um, nightshirt and yeah. <laughs> nightcap with a with a saxophone in one hand mm. and a candelabra in the other, and looking sort of horrified and. And, and in fact, I think when they when they performed this, I, they did a few gigs. I think he would actually he would actually come out in the full Scrooge um, outfit, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I quite enjoyed this. I mean, it's 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 quite light-hearted in a way, um, and it's like like you said, it's in the it's in the mould of the kind of Stan Tracy under Milt Wood, um, sort of a suite based on uh, a literary, uh, you know. In this case, obviously. Uh, Dickens' Christmas Carol, um, mm. and he's he's got little themes. So Scrooge is the baritone saxophone, and um, uh, Bob Cratchit is the clarinet, and he gives those little themes, and it's it's quite well done, really. And it's a great band with like Mark, Mark Nightingale on trombone, Karen Sharp on tenor, um, Bruce Adams on trumpet, and um, it's it's a it's a fun one to check out. Actually, I quite I quite enjoyed that that one. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I think it's got uh, it's an, again it's a slant on Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. which is quite. Good. I think it helps if you've read the the, the book. Uh, you know, I think actually when they performed it live, well, they did some reading. Just watch the Muppet well. Christmas Carol. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you'll, you'll know enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the, the other there's a couple more that I I discovered. Um, Joey DeFrancesco, the well, he's a multi, really multi instrumentalist. Plays trumpet and mm. Hammond and sings. Um, and he did one again a, f- a couple of years ago called Home for the Holidays, which is a double album. Um, and he split it quite quite uh, nicely into well, sort of secular, and then more traditional, sort mm. of religious. So he does the first half is uh, you know kind of classic Christmas songs like Santa Claus is Coming to Town and um, those sorts of things. Um, and then the second one he 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 plays sort of carols. Um, and there's something quite Chris- Christmassy about the Hammond. I think it's obviously the sort of church organ mm. sort of connection. But that, that's quite a fun album. And, and he's an, an amazing player. And and so versatile, and he actually sings uh, on it as well, and plays trumpet on some of it, and plays Hammond, and has loads of special guests, and it's that's quite a fun one um, to check out, really. I mean, there there is uh, Jose James, or is it Jose Hames? I'm not sure. Yeah. Or Jose uh, James. Uh, he's, he's brought. <laughs> he's brought. Take a, a pick. <laughs> no, I, it's Jose, isn't yes, it? Jose, I'm, yes, Jose. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Chossing. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, He's brought one out, hasn't he, recently? Which... Yeah, I haven't heard that. I, I, that was one that I kind of looked at, but I didn't, didn't really listen to. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I mean, all this stuff's nice. 
Um, and, you know, he's got a good... He's, got a, he's another one of those people who is himself a bit. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's got a style, if you like. And if you like that style, you'll like that album, mm. I think. Mm. Definitely. Uh, we, we looked at Warren Wolf, didn't we? I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, album. that was from last year. Um, so Warren Wolf is a, is a vibes player. Um, well, actually, again, a multi-instrumentalist plays. He also actually plays piano on this. And I think the story was that because it was recorded, during, I think it was March of, uh, of this year when there were, uh, sorry, of last year, March yeah, of last year. When yeah, lockdown. When lockdown. So I think he originally he planned to have a, uh, a pianist who and for couldn't so he actually just played <laughs> plays all the piano himself on it and it, actually it's pretty good the piano uh, you know but he's he's first and foremost really a vibraphonist and um, and it's good I mean I'd have to say I sort of prefer some of it is is a bit, I don't know there's a little bit towards a kind of smooth jazz for my for my sort of mm. taste and um, and there's some a couple of vocal things which I'm not too too sort of uh, uh, keen on keen on but the yeah. actual I mean he just yeah he's a great jazz player and he does a couple of more straight ahead sort of jazz versions and, and he's I mean he's a great player I mean you know one of the great sort of up and coming vibes players um, and again there's something there's something Christmas about the vibes for me you know it's that, mm. I don't know it's sort of the bell like <laughs> the bell like tone, tone. Mm. Um, but yeah it's a good one that's, that's called Christmas Vibes and it's on Mac Avenue and that was from 2020 I mean, there's a lot of good people on Mac Avenue. Yeah. Um, Christian yeah. McBride's just brought out a tree, an album, live album from the Vanguard, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, a, it's it, a good it's, label. It's a good label, and it, but it does go, like you say, it does go across the board to more the soul, solely R&B-ish yeah. end of jazz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. I apologise. Um, that's my sister ringing me. <laughs> <laughs> Very Christmassy. It was Christmassy. We should keep it in, actually. <laughs> Yes, well, sorry about that. We're back after uh, sorting out the phone call issue. Um, now, there is another Christmas album we haven't yet talked about. By uh, There's this pianist I've never really heard of him before, a guy called uh, Nick Tomlin, I believe. Mm. So, sounds a bit suspect to me, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and he's done something with... Um, it's a duo album, I believe. With uh, Well, maybe you should talk about it. Yeah, well, yes, I do. I do have a Christmas album out this year. Um, it's called Winter Chimes, and it was recorded with... Um, a really good alto player, Mark Alloway, who I've actually recorded um, a few other albums, duo, duo albums with. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's uh, available to download or stream. Um, and yeah, we do, we do a mixture of, um, uh, again, sort of, I suppose, classic Christmas songs, um, as well as some carols that Mark arranged and, and even an original. I even um, came up with an original... Christmas song, which I'm, I'm still hoping might might just have time to get in at Christmas number one, but I'm, it's looking like Elton and Ed Sheeran might pit me to the post there, I think. Well, so. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, although actually, strange enough, that is my favourite song oh. from, from, the, from the album. Oh, I, I really like the, it's a sort of 3-4, 12-8 12, 12, or 3-4-6-8. Yeah, sort of, yeah, fast 3-4 sort of thing, yeah. Thing, yeah. Um, really, really nice tune. Um, and it's got sort of interesting interesting chords and hmm, thank you yeah works really well so check that out especially um you can get it on spotify it's on apple music yeah, it's that's on where all, i listen all to all the uh, major platforms but if you want to support a um, struggling artist <laughs> then um you can buy it on bandcamp or something like that have you got it uh i'm not sure about bandcamp definitely apple music um but where can you buy it though 
Oh, as a, it isn't out as an actual physical CD. It's only. But can you download it? Yes, for yeah, money, yeah. as opposed yes, to you, listen you can, to it. Yes. As, yeah, 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 yeah. From well, I, iTunes and oh, so on the um, iTunes yeah, store iTunes, and, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Amazon and places. I like think that. Amazon as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can um, buy Nick a cup of coffee and listen to his tune by um, paying seventy nine p for his track. <laughs> uh, lots of times. If one million people did that, you'd be a very rich oh, man. Yes, I, I wouldn't have to do these uh, podcasts for... Uh, or more correctly, Jeff Bezos would get richer, so maybe not. <laughs> well, look, um, yes, that interruption sort of slightly uh, um, put us off our stride, but we were coming to the end anyway, really, weren't we? So, from me, Simon Whiteside, Merry Christmas. And from me, Nick Tomlin.